Hallelujah. Amen. Just greet somebody. Tell them once again, welcome. Hallelujah. You can have your seats. Amen. Hallelujah. We came to church with our Bibles, but because these days, me, I'm seeing some things. People are not coming to church with Bibles. As you are. Amen. So I say you have e-Bible. Some people, even Bible app, is not installed on your phone. I'm watching you in 3D. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, once again, you're welcome to Camp Meeting 2022. Continue in grace. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now we're going to have a we are having, I, hope, I mean, who was here yesterday? Jesus. Jesus is Lord. Amen. I was blessed. Amen. So blessed. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Rev. Thank you, um, Reverend Tunde Phillips, a.k.a. Bobby. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Um, I'm just getting used to this, the size of this pulpit. Don't worry, that's all. Nothing else. <laughs> this, this you know, we can't hide in this pulpit. <laughs> Amen. I, I'm, you know, I'm, my heart is full, you know, there's something that's been on my heart for a while um, towards camp meeting. Amen. Uh, lately in church, you know, lately and currently, we have been, as time permits, we have been looking at, you know, gifts and callings, as Rev mentioned yesterday. And, you know, we're looking at all the different ministries in the body of Christ. Amen. And, and of course, when you are when, when you're doing that kind of teaching, uh, because there's really no Bible subject that's isolated, you're going to get into other things. You know, for example, and for sure, is that you're going to get into the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. Because those are the tools of the ministry. Praise God. Hallelujah. And you're going to give teaching and instruction along that line. And I remember this particular day I taught, and I, since then, it has not left me. Amen. Praise God. Um, so today, I want to... I want to uh, do a teaching I, I, I call... Spiritual operations. Please, when I say operations, I'm, I don't mean surgery. Amen. Praise God. Okay, so let's go to First Corinthians 12 first. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I know, and throughout the teaching, I kept 
you know, I just, you know, like next year now, I'll be, I would have pastored for 30 years. Yeah. My, my next year, February or so, I'll, I would have pastored for 30 years. So you see, I don't take for this job. And you know, even if I was an Olodo, I would have picked up something. By the grace of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And you know, some things I'm, I'm honestly feeling that if we don't emphasize and teach them, I think I almost feel, I mean, it's a feeling. I didn't say God told me. But it's almost a feeling that some things will be lost. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and I don't know how, me, I just, I look at myself these days as an elder in the body of Christ. Whether anybody makes me elder or not, I look at myself that way. How you see yourself is up to you, amen. According to your faith, be it unto you. But I see myself as an elder in the body of Christ. So my concerns are not local. Amen. My concerns are honestly not local. My concerns, you know, I, I, you know sometimes I'm on social media, I'm, I'm reading just to get the pulse of how people are actually thinking. And like I say, so if we're not careful, some certain, certain things will be lost. Um, to, to a generation. And, and sometimes you kind of see the tide and how things are going. You, you, forgive me for this, but you, you start having a, a small concern and you know that you have to start doing a lot of teaching along in certain areas. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And in, in, in this area is, is one aspect I see that, you know, we need to teach. We need to teach and explain it. And these days I'm learning not to make any assumptions. Uh, because you can start a message and you're talking and you're actually talking over people's heads. Because you think they have the same foundations as you. And they don't. Amen. And I believe God wants to take us as the body of Christ, you know, to a deeper place. But there are things that we are doing that, frankly, is bordering on childishness. And lack of understanding of God's word. Amen. Someone said, who sent you to be elder? I sent myself. Amen. Thank you, Lord. First Corinthians 12, um, verse 1 says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, well, if you have a, like in King James, you know that the word, the word gifts there is in, it's in italics. So it's concerning spirituals, brethren. So he's talking to brethren. Amen? What did he say? I would not have you ignorant. Ye know that ye were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Now, so you must understand that they had their own things going on. Amen. And sometimes they kind of bring what's going on into church. Amen. 
And so, he's now teaching it. I know it's interesting that a lot of things were happening in the scriptures, but we didn't know what it was called until 1 Corinthians 12. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Verse 4. Now there are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations. But it's the same God which worketh all in all. Amen. Well, for the sake of completeness, let's finish this. Verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, and to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another faith by the same Spirit, or special faith. To another the gifts of healings. We know that it's plural. By the same Spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another discerning of spirits. To another diverse kinds of tongues. To another the interpretation of tongues. But all these work it. That one and the self same Spirit. Divide into every man severally as he will. Now I'm also in a time of my life where I'm, I'm, I've come, I've become like a, I look at myself like a student of history. You know, we have to know where we're coming from. Hallelujah. It's just, it's interesting where most of us now, what we consider the word of faith, it's, it's interesting how we have come from the 1800s. How God has been using people. You know, yesterday I was reading about, you know, church has not always been like how it is, you know. And, and I was reading about a lady, Phoebe Palmer. Just yesterday, I was reading about Phoebe, Phoebe Palmer that articulated the fact that we have to confess God's word boldly. In the 1800s, those it is her teachings that had influence on people like Den Kenyon. Amen. God is using women. Amen. Ah, women, half an hour. Don't leave me hanging now. Amen. No. And it's, it's interesting to go back. You know, an interesting one for me is Howard Carter. And uh, Howard Carter, you know, most of the teachings we do on the gifts of the Spirit, we are standing on what Kenny Hagin has taught. But you know, Kenny Hagin stood on what Howard Carter taught. And in fact, this categorization, we categorize the gifts of the Spirit was by Howard Carter. You must understand that he was the president of the first Pentecostal Bible school for 27 years. Yeah. We have a great heritage. It's amazing what people, what has, what has happened. It's really amazing. You, you read this history and you, your heart is on fire. That men like you and I, God used them. They made mistakes. So what? You know, there was a time. No, do you know seriously there was a time? Azusa Street Revival, 1906. Great revival. Poor, I mean, we, we look at that as the start of Pentecostalism. 
Amen. Great revival. By 1924, they were, the church was in trouble. Church was in trouble. All, many of the leaders had to gather and say, come, 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 come. So this manifestation, you get question mark. You get K-leg. You understand? You know, this guy, this one, this, this can't be the spirit of God now. This can't be the spirit of God. You know, so, you know, you see people now, you say, uh, you tell everybody to go and eat grass. You know, you be like, In the name of the Spirit of God. Amen. You know, I, I, there was one they were showing on Facebook. Live Facebook. I could not watch it. Amen. But the man of God was bathing women. No, true. You know, I was wondering how we lost our senses. You know, but, you know. Live on this thing, you know, and... I was like, no, 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 now. Amen. And we have some interesting things going on that you kind of wonder that. <clears throat> is, is it not plain in God's word? And you know, we're in a time now where People are hooked, drunk, and desiring manifestation so much that we have come to a point that people don't judge anything any longer. Amen. And like I say, as an elder, it's a bit concerning. Today, I want to attempt to do something. I have one hour left. I want to attempt to do something. If I have 56 minutes. I want to attempt to do something. I just want to show you something. Amen. Hallelujah. So, we know, we know that the manifestations are grouped to three groups of three, right? So, someone tell me what are they? What they are? No, I'm doing this because I don't want to assume. We know we have a mixed crowd. Amen. I don't want to assume anything. Yeah? Power gifts, utterance gifts, revelative gifts. So what are the power gifts? Gift of faith. Working of miracles. Gift of healings. Good. Uh-huh. What are the utterance gifts? No, no, no. What are relative gifts? What of wisdom, what of knowledge, and the descending of spirits, yeah? And what are the utterance gifts? Amen. Now, we didn't define them. We just identified them. Let's understand that we have not defined them. I mean, I don't even think I have the time for us to define it. I just identified them. I'm just highlighting it in your mind. So, thank you, Lord. Let's, let's read some scripture. We are going to be fast about this. Amen. So that I can get this out of the way. John 14. 
All these walketh that one at the self-same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Amen. John 14, let's read from verse 15. To 18, then verse 25. If you love me, keep my commandments. I'm using the screen. And I will pray the Father that he will give you another comforter. That he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. Everybody say the world cannot receive him. Because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be where? In you. Verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Amen. Everybody say, God has not left me comfortless. Everybody say, I have the mighty Holy Ghost with me. Let's read, let's read verse 14 from the Amplified. Verse 15 from the Amplified. 15, please. Huh? 14, 15. If you love me, oh no, go back. If you love, if you really love me, you will keep, obey my commands. Next verse. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter. You know, the word here is paracletos. Counselor. Helper. Intercessor. Advocate. Strengthener. Stand by. Can we read it together? Who the Holy Ghost is to you. Amen. You know, you know people are looking for comfort somewhere else People are looking for strength somewhere else. That is not how God designed it to work. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. Amen. Hallelujah. And if we don't know the ministry and the operations of the Holy Ghost in our lives, we are going to be running helter-skelter. We are not going to become strong Christians. We are not going to, we're not going to shift our weight on what we are supposed to have shifted our weight on. It's amazing what people are depending on now. You're depending on pastor's prayer. That's not how God designed this thing to work. Pastors, are, pastors primarily were for babies. But not for you old, old people. You know what I mean. Amen. We are in charge of the nursery. Amen. Hallelujah. Wasn't nobody that said that I read the scripture we should grow up. Somebody read it, grow up. It's, grow up. Tell you about grow up. I will ask the Father and he will give you another comforter. And right now, each and every one of you, as far as you are born again, he says the world cannot receive him. As far as you are born again, right now, you have another comforter. No, no, no. I I really want this to dawn on you. Say, I, I have another comforter. I don't need Jesus here. I have another comforter. Jesus already said, I will not leave you comfortless. Are we taking God at his word or not? I have another comforter. You have trials, you have troubles, you have afflictions, but guess what? We have a comforter. We have a comforter. But you see, the sevenfold meaning of this word, I love how the Amplified brings it. Counselor. You know, you know, we have to really be careful. We in leadership, we have to be careful. 
not to start taking the place of Holy Ghost and to push people. Push people to do some of their own. That is how they grow. Reverend gave that illustration. I love it. I gave that, illu- gave that illustration of um, a butterfly. I, I, you know, that, the butterfly uh, coming out of his cocoon. And you go and help the butterfly remove the shell. And you now realize that you didn't help the butterfly. Because his muscle was developed in breaking the shell. Do you understand? The muscle was developed when the shell was in breaking the shell. But you now help the shell. Then the thing can't fly. And some pastors were wondering why some people can't fly. They can't take off. Oh, the church is quiet. Don't worry. Amen. Counsel or helper. Amen. The Holy Ghost is your helper. He's your what? He's your intercessor. He takes hold with you against your infirmities. He's your intercessor. He's your advocate. He's your strengthener. He's your standby. We know standby is a Nigerian word. Standby generator. <laughs> May I be the Nigerian word? You know there are words that mean they are Nigerian words. Quench is a Nigerian word. So when the Bible says quench not the spirit, we understand. Amen. Take the shield of faith by which you shall quench. We understand. All the fiery dust of the wicked one. Those are Nigerian words. Amen. And he said that he, that he may remain with you forever. You think about it. The Holy Ghost is with you now. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The Holy Ghost is with you now. Oh, just, just lift your hands and say, thank you, God. The Holy Ghost is with me now. Amen. You know, we need to become more God-inside-minded. The Holy Ghost is with you now. Ha. Okay, First Corinthians 3, verse 16. Amplified. First Corinthians 3, 16. Amplified. You mean. Do you not discern and understand that you, the whole church at Corinth, are God's temple, his sanctuary, and that God's spirit has his permanent dwelling in you to be at home in you collectively as a church and what? Individually. I don't know if that's, if that's not shouting grand. I don't know what is. Amen. Do you not discern? You're not seeing. You don't understand. That are you, the whole church at Corinth, and guess what? The whole church here in Abuja, the whole church in, in, in Makodi, the whole church in Kaduna, the whole church everywhere, that we are his temple. Oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes I think about this great redemption we are in. I think about this great salvation. I, I, it's, it's, to be honest, it's mind-boggling. Yes, it's mind-boggling. That right now, right now, present tense continues forever. The Holy Ghost, the third head of the Trinity, is dwelling in me. Hallelujah. 
Amen. So you, you, you don't discern it. You don't understand that you are his temple, his sanctuary, and that God's spirit has his permanent dwelling in you. I don't know. The spirit of God has let me. The spirit of God has his permanent dwelling. He has no other home. Amen. <laughs> Amen. To be at home in you collectively as a church and also what? Individually. 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 You don't discern, you don't see it. Individually. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Look, once again, you know, see, practice his presence. Amen. You know, really, practice his presence. If you don't practice his presence, there are things that will be lost. And I'm I'm pushing to something, there are things that will be lost. If you don't practice his presence, if you don't discern, if you don't understand, if you don't acknowledge, there are things that will be lost. Because right now, let me use Nigerian English, we're not ordinary, We're not ordinary. Something has happened to you in the new birth. Hey. <laughs> Amen. Something has happened to you in the new birth. You're not ordinary. <laughs> let's read Romans 8. Ah, I'm looking for. Let's read Romans, let's read Romans 8. Amen. You know, I always thank God I didn't write the Bible. I would have put in my unbelief. Amen. My bitterness. You know, you know all this, our Yamayama would have entered. Amen. Hallelujah. Romans 8. Okay, let's read from, looking for a good, good place. The Romans 8, you no, know, it's very good. Verse 6. King James. But to be carnally minded is death. For to be carnally minded is dead, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. You know, now, if your mind is not renewed the word of God, you're going to start with a problem here. Because he said the next statements are absolutely shocking. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. That is verse 8. Let's read verse 9. But, 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 no, no, I didn't write the Bible. No. But, but you are not in the flesh. But in the spirit. And he told you why. If so be. That the spirit of God. Dwell in you. Now if any man. Have not the spirit of Christ. He is none of his. <laughs> you are. You are. You are not in the flesh. You are in the spirit. If so be. Go and argue with your Bible. 
Go and, go and knock your head. Go, what do you say? Hulk transformer. Go and do that one. Just. Amen. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, none of his, verse 10. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Amen. But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised Christ from the dead shall also quicken, he shall give life to these dead doomed bodies by the spirit that dwelleth in you. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, tell the person, look the person in the eye, I'm taking God at his word. That the spirit of God dwells in me. I am not in the flesh. Amen. Amen. Let's continue reading. Just read a bit. Verse 12. Wherefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the flesh, you shall live. Verse 14. For as many. So you see, this spirit of God that dwells in you, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Amen. For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But, this, but we have received the spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba Father. The spirit himself. It says itself in the King James. But he, the spirit himself beareth witness with our spirit. That what? We are children of God. So right now. The great mighty Holy Spirit, he's living in you. And he's bearing witness with your spirit. Amen. He's bearing witness with your spirit. Always. He's bearing witness with your spirit. That is part of his functions, living in you as a believer. Amen. He talked about the effect of the spirit of God living in us on our bodies. And he's telling us now that as many as are led, by the spirit of God. They are the sons of God. Sons of God are led by the spirit of God. Amen. Amen. I told you there was sons of God. We are led, we are led by the spirit of God. We cannot come back here. But first John 2. First John 2. First John 2. Well, let us read verse 20 and 27. But you have an unction. But you have an unction. The word spirit, unction, anointing, they are all synonymous terms. You have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. 
Verse 27. But if the anointing which you have received of him abided in you, if the unction, the spirit, the anointing which you have received of him abided in you, but the anointing which you have received abided in you, and ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things and is truth and is no lie, even as it has taught you, ye shall abide in him. You know, some people have, you know, and I was telling him in church, there's this guy, I really, I really, I really respect him. Truly, he's a really brilliant guy. Really, really brilliant guy. I've even paid for his course. I paid 120,000 naira for his course. You know, really brilliant, amazing stuff. You know, bro, bro. Then, you know, and he, he, he discusses, you know, he discusses with me. I mean, when I went to Potaka to, to when I went to Potako Church to preach, you know, he even came to see me. You know, I was, I was honored. You know, nice guy, nice. Listen. Then, in our discourse, you know, just over the discussion. You know, after you discussing with somebody, because I don't really know anything. I know he's a brother. I know he quotes scriptures. I know that, but I didn't really. I know he's born again. Amen. Then I now found out that he's not going to church. You see, something happened inside me. That I love him, I respect him, honestly speaking. I have referred a lot of people to him. In fact, the referrals I've done alone, the guy started giving me discount. For some business we are doing. If I I has to collect 10% for everybody, you I'll collect 5%. True. But from the moment I realized he was not going to church. Ah. Ah, it's a deal breaker for me. <laughs> Remember, it's a deal breaker. I love you, I love you, but you're not going to church. Ah, no. And you know, you, ah, no, 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 no. I don't, I'm not going, I'm not doing. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. He said, but he said, bro, he's not my kind of bro. You know, before we used to do Spiro, now we don't do Spiro. You know, when you're elder, you know something, you don't send anybody again. <laughs> Have you seen how our elderly talk to us? They just don't send us. They just tell you. You know, like my father is planning an 80th birthday. He said, children, plan for me an 80th birthday. That's what he said. That we should plan his 80th birthday. So, they gave us orders. So, hey. But he's the chairman of the planning committee. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. So Jesus, well, what, what, what shall we do? We're just managing him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> yes. There's nothing you can do. Nothing. The way he even looks at you. You understand? Yeah, you are your man of God, but the way he looks at you. <laughs> if not for people around you, they'll say, child, come here. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're, we're managing him, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're, we're, oh, daddy, 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 daddy. They were using wisdom. Guys, how far? We don't do it like this. One. <laughs> My people are here, they, they know what's up. <laughs> we're managing them. There's nothing we can do, amen. 
So that's why there's nothing you can do. Amen. Yeah. So just manage me. You know, I didn't tell you that after I preached in God Works Church, <laughs> you know, after he came, when he climbed the stage and had everything was over, he said, The way Reverend Moses they preach, you go no say you don't take for this work. I was like, You got that right, brother. Flesh and blood did not reveal it to you. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He's not, I said all this one to say this. He's not teaching. That you should not collect teaching. If not, you will not annoy teachers. You know, God will not annoy pastors if you don't need pastors. You know, people are, people are funny. You know, you go to church, that your, your own is online church. Turn that fire you and the online church. I'm saying it online, yes. There's nothing you can do to me. Nothing. You know, one day, you know, one day, we're having miracle healing convention, Kaduna. You know, I saw one sister, one of our sisters, who, she came. He was like, eh. I was like, how, how far away are you? So, I can't remember the town. You know, there's some things my ears are just, I don't hear a lot of things, but when you say something, my ear will just tune. Just, it's that automatic tuning. You know, those I say, so, so yeah, I think she was in Canada. I said, oh, hey, where? I, do, I don't ask, where church are you attending? He said, no, I don't go to church. I'm like, ah, we have problem, we have problem. You understand? You go to church. You know, someone, just find Kube Kube church, just go. Because we are a participating member. Amen. It's not good, though. It's not good. Ah. It's not good. It's not about your offering. It's about you. Church is for spiritual training. The things we are sharing here, you will not hear it in the marketplace. I've been in the marketplace and I've been in the church. Church is better. Amen. You know, here, you, as, as you be doctor, you go hear gifts of healing for. For NHIS, I wish they call your place. What do they call the NHS? You hear gifts of you hear gifts of healing there. You know hear any gifts of healing now. Nothing. What's the definition of gifts of healing there? No definition. You have to go to church. <laughs> yeah, you have to go to church. Praise God. So that's not he's saying. But we have an anointing from the Holy One. Amen. And we know all things. Yes, the, 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 the Holy Ghost in us is, is, is present, teaching us, instructing us, guiding us. He's giving illumination to our spirits. No, no. I'm, I'm saying now. You see, I'm teaching this to you so that it will reduce the burden of people who come to meet us. You know, so people have formed what pastors are supposed to be. They formed it. They were in their, they were in their bed, lying down. And they just formed. Shebi, you are the pastor. Shebi, I'm like, no. That's not how it works. So, so you see, that's why I have to teach this. So you don't go around teaching that the, the, my, the pastor's work is to come and pray for your car. It's not my job. <laughs> if you like vex, it's not my job. There's no way that I'm supposed to come and pray for your car. It's just a car. It's just your carnality showing, you know, truly. It's just a car. What's this car? You buy a car. Pastor, come and pray. Come and anoint the car. Just drive safely. Yes, yes, just keep the rules. Just keep to the rules. You just you'll be amazed. You know, 
that there was one guy, one guy, there was one building construction, the, the, there was a building construction site, there was a building construction site, and the guy was like, ah, you know, people died on the construction site, and they were like, ah, God took so and so, and God took so and so, he said that the head of the construction site said, if they kept to safety rules, you'd be amazed how many people God took. <laughs> Amen? Just keep safety rules. Faith does not violate safety rules. I bet talk to your neighbor. Faith does not what? Faith does not. Send yourself to an early grave. Who, who just conduct burial? We have moved on. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, you know, my, I swim. My children swim. But you know, you see someone say, "Oh, leave your." Leave the child, the child, don't leave the child near the pool or you fall inside the water. I say, I, I, it will not fall in Jesus' name. It's not my portion. You have violated safety rules. You say it's not your portion. You know, I'm remembering something inside that Kenny Copeland. He was, he was driving. Remember that story? He was driving and he was, he was like, Joshua, give that angels charge over me. At least I dash my food against a stone. And God said, where's your driving license? He said, he said, turn to the back. You swore. You know, I think it's covenant teaching. You swore when you are driving that you shall keep to all the rules of driving. He said, once you leave those rules, you're on your own, oh. <laughs> so I didn't tell you that now. Then when they say, brother, like that, oh. Yeah. You took an oath and swore. That I shall keep to this drive, you know, because we have all this kind of trouble, people enter. And you say, I don't know how you enter trouble. I know. <laughs> you, t- you took an oath, you swore. God said, under within the context of that one, I will protect you. But after that one, I will have a brother. True story. Brother. All those old Savannah members, you know this brother. Look, Zaria Kaduna know this good now. Those days of ABU. 80 something. And this brother, he, he, I don't even know what he believed. Just, just believed. Just believed that nothing can happen to him on the road. Yeah, within the, the context of, of safety. So he was telling us of how he was driving with one headlight in the road. Those times. Yeah. And he, he was driving one headlight. The car had some other problems. And he was like, devil, you want to try me? We go to war. And he fired <laughs> the car with one headlight in the middle of the in that day. There was no street light, nothing. Even up to now, is there street light now? I don't think there's street light. No. I don't even know how I got there, but let me come back to my message. Oh, we have a great mighty Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, once you realize that. Once you realize that, they, all that you need to figure out is how to cooperate with him. And there are things God wants to also, there are things God wants us to cooperate with the Holy Ghost about. And with. Amen. There are things. Vital things. Like I said, some of these things, it's almost going to be lost. The art of it, it's almost going to be lost if we don't teach it. And there are things God wants us to cooperate with the Holy Ghost wheat that is dealing in you. He's not just there to occupy bed space. You know, just to be hanging. No, there are things, vital things that will help you. 
Let's go to 1 Corinthians 14. Amen. Ah, okay, so how are we doing this one? Thank you, Lord. Let me just, I'll emphasize something and we'll read, do some reading. Follow after charity. Verse 1. First Corinthians 14, verse 1. Follow after charity. Not sister charity. Love. Follow after charity. Follow after love. Amplify says, let it be your great quest. Amen. Thank God for yesterday. Amen. And desire spiritual gifts. But rather that ye may prophesy. Amen. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. Hallelujah. Now, let me read. Um, Thank you, Lord. Okay. Let's just read down. Then we'll get to that one later. So, verse 2. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. Howbeit, in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. But he that prophesieth edifieth the church. I would that ye all speak with tongues, but rather that ye prophesied. For greater is he that prophesied than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret that the church may receive edifying. Amen. And you know, later on it says that we should convert to prophesy. Now, like I said, in teaching ministry gifts, especially when we go to the office of a prophet, then certain things started coming up. Certain things started coming up. And you know, you see, in fact, if, if, when we did the, what's it called? Is it survey? What do you call it? Uh, like a survey. By the time you do the survey, at least in this time, how was it in back, back in the day? I don't remember. I don't remember right now. But you know, like, it, no, that time, all I wanted to teach. That time. If I remember distinctly, what I wanted to teach. The prophets were too scared. Prophet was not cool. It was not cool. It was scary. You know, there are some people those days, as a young believer, let me be honest, when I see them coming, <laughs> I'll be like, oh God, no way, no way. <laughs> I am not, you, you go, they made it so spooky to be frank. To be frank, yes. Amen. Now, but now, amen, but now, it will seem 
Everybody wants to be what? A prophet. And above, apart from that, even in the world or some of people, they may even be born again, but everybody's not looking for prophets to help them. In fact, before the human minister today, they'll ask, are you a prophet? And maybe because of that, I don't know. I have not done my survey properly. But maybe because of that. But it will seem that people have abdicated direct instruction from God on the manifestation of the spirit of prophecy to prophets. But that is not how the Bible teaches it. In fact, prophesying does not make you a prophet. Can you touch your neighbor and tell your neighbor? Prophesying does not make you a prophet. No, no, no. I want you to go to somebody else. Tell them, prophesying does not make you a prophet. In fact, fact, that guy, that brother, that person prophesying does not make that person to a prophet. Amen? And so, because they are prophesying, they have acquired the prophetic anointing. No, they have acquired it. Because as far as they are concerned, they are prophets. We should all listen to them because they are prophesying. Amen? So, it's common like, you know, separatists are happening. So now, believers who are supposed to be prophesying, who are supposed to, now listen to me, who are supposed to be experiencing the gift of prophecy in their lives. They are not using it. And you are losing out on the benefit of the gift of prophecy in your life. Oh, this is a serious thing. This is a serious thing. If you ask believers now, when last did you experience the gift of prophecy in your prayer life? You are praying. But, but they don't know. It's, they reach a barrier. In fact, you leave your prayer unsatisfied. This, it's, it's almost as if there was something else. If you, if you are just stepped, but I'm not a prophet. Because your mind, prophesying, makes you a prophet. But prophesying does not make you a prophet. Amen. Have you, I, I would have opened the references, but have you not read? Some people just got born again and they spoke with tongues and what? And prophesied. Amen. They were just getting filled with the Holy Ghost. They spoke in tongues and what? And prophesied. It doesn't make you a prophet. Hello? And if you do not practice this in your prayer prayer life, your private, personal prayer life, you will not be able to hear when the Holy Ghost is moving on you in the public. Amen. Amen. And we will not enter the depths of God that we ought to enter. Because we have not yet learned to yield to him. We have not learned to yield to him. Amen. Prophesying does not make you a prophet. Amen. 
And just because that person is prophesying, it doesn't mean that person is a prophet. But guess what? The Bible tells us desire spiritual things. But rather that ye may prophesy. And he goes on to tell us to convert, to convert, to prophesy. And you know, what's interesting that he tells us why. He tells us what the simple gift of prophecy we do in our lives. He says, he that prophesied, he speaketh unto men to what? Edification, exhortation, and comfort. Wait. We are missing out on a whole lot of things because we are not edified. How God wants us to be edified? Oh yeah, no, no, you're not hearing me. Yes, you are not exhorted. It is to call near how God wants us to be. And you are not comforted. You read the Psalms. It has the spirit of prophecy. Amen. Till today, they are still blessing you. But do you know, the Bible instructions, Ephesians 5, be not drunk with wine, well in the sense, but be being filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking to yourselves. So that one is talking to us that we should speak to ourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our house. That's inspired utterance. He's not saying, you know, the way we have songs now and all that. Even some of the songs we sing could have even been an inspired psalm. Not psalm, psalm, you understand, but... <laughs> could have been an inspired psalm. Amen. And it blesses us. Hallelujah. But this should be commonplace in the believer's life. And you are, we are going to miss out. We are going, no, seriously. It's, we speak to ourselves to edification, exhortation, education, to edify. The, the word is to charge. You go to prayer life, you pray, 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 but you're not charged because you didn't get there. You didn't get there. You're not charged. Amen. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but you also said that he that prophesied, he that prophesied greater than he that speaks to tongues, in other words, tongues and interpretation equal prophecy. So we will, you, you see believers, you know, we're, and we are like, hey, 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 finish. Okay, hallelujah. Yes. So you even break out into something, but you didn't even interpret your tongues. And you, you, you leave, you, you have prayed. But there's something, if you're honest with yourself, there's a a depth you didn't get to. Yes, a satisfaction you don't have. I, 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 I said, that's why I started that. You know, they, I feel that some things were going to be missing out. Because all people know now. All people know. You're missing out. You're missing out. You're, we're just missing out on us being charged, on us being exhorted, called back to God, on us being comforted. You know, we're in trying times, so, 
But you know, this is for your comfort. Amen. You know, I was sitting down and I, I just remembered Ephesians. This thing. That was yesterday when the mystery was going on. And he's, you, know, he's, you, know, you know what he faced? You know what he faced? He was saying that the days are evil. So be you not unwise, but be being filled. I was like, it's true. The days are evil, oh. The days are, are the days not evil. The days are evil. If they were evil then, they are evil now. They are evil now. <laughs> Amen. And he was saying that we have to be wise oh, by redeeming the time. I've been not drunk with wine, wearing his excess. But be being filled. How? How will you know? Speak it to yourselves. In psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in our hearts to the Lord. You can read the one in Colossians 6. He said we should speak to one another. Not just now speaking to yourself, but now speak to one another. How we are missing out. Hallelujah. We are missing out. In our prayer lives, we are missing out. Amen. So, to me, you, I don't know, but to me, this is what makes Christianity mechanical. You have made it mechanical. Hey. Amen. You have made it mechanical. You know, there's a phrase people say when they say it. For me, I don't, I just, there's one question mark. I say, you know, we're praying about it. I'm like, mm, 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 mm. it's just catching. Because there's a mechanicalness about it. Is that English? Mechanicalness? I don't even know. <laughs> it just. Amen. <laughs> <There's also. laughs> now, what has hindered people from getting into it? And, I, you know, do you teach. Anytime I'm doing any kind of teacher, I do a lot of research. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm looking at my time. I can't do backstory if I should do it. So, by doing a lot of research, of course, you know, I study and I found these 1967 reels. Kenny Higgin. You know reel? Before there were tapes. Those reels. I don't know, somebody moved it to MP3. I found these reels on the office of a prophet and, you know, and the gift of prophecy. You know, like five messages or something. Ah! I was like, which one is this one? Just scrolling on the internet, just I, I think he taught them in ORU or a robot university. I think that's what he taught because they wrote ORU. I'm assuming that's what I was university. And I was like, wow. You know, do you know the first thing that struck me, to be honest? Do you know the first thing that struck me? I say, This is not fair, God. This guy was teaching this thing in 1967. You know, the first of like, you know, sometimes you're feeling you're all that. Then you now see somebody sharing. And I'm like, God, this thing they are teaching in 1967, they are around to, in 2022, uh, 2022, so. And he was explaining certain things. And interestingly, like, like a night or a night or a week before, I had a question. I had a question in my heart. I, I don't want to get into that because it, it takes my time. I had a question in my heart. And you know, I was praying about it. And I, you see, so I had tongues. I had a tongue. Apart from my, I'm taking a tongue, but I had a tongue. And so I yielded to it. You know, I can, of course I cannot do it now. But I yielded to it. And by this, by this time, I'm already standing. I'm standing in the living room. I'm just pacing. And I interpreted it. And God said to me, 
that, that, that incident is a man speaking. I was like, oh my God. It's true. It's true. Now, I know you don't know the context. But if there's time, I'll give you the context. But my point is that I was not listening to these tapes. And he began to share certain things about the gift of prophecy. And I was so blessed. I was so blessed. And you see now, and the, the reason a lot of people don't get into this is the same reason, almost the same reason, practically the same reason, a lot of people have not gotten filled with the Holy Ghost. They don't realize that when you are speaking in tongues, it is you speaking. Amen. You know, a lot of people, the impression you have when it comes to these things is that it is God prophesying. But it is not God prophesying. See how church is quiet. They're all looking at me. They're like, eh? No, it is not God prophesying. When you're speaking in tongues, it is not God speaking in tongues. It is you speaking in tongues. And it is you prophesying. Honey, Amen. So people cannot step into miracle because they are expecting just like how you know you know I was a I mean, you know, you know I'm from the Baptist church. See, I know this thing because for a long time when I got born again, actually I was born again from secondary school, but for a long time when I was on campus, I would call for prayer cell. I would call prayer, Reverend will be prayer cell. If you don't know what prayer cell is, forget about it. Forget about it. On humble court. Reverend will be leading prayer cell. You understand? Everybody else is speaking in tongues. I don't know. I'm saying everybody else because it looks like everybody else. Everybody else speaking in tongues, but I'm just there. Thank you, Father. You know why? I was waiting for God to come and move my mouth, to come and speak in tongues. Hello, so stand here. I'll be there. Then after I'll go and meet, I'll meet a brother. I say, sir, I, I, I've not received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I really want to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And the brother will pray for me, and they will be, okay, so open your mouth and speak. I'll be like, uh-uh. If I speak, it's me speaking now. It's me speaking. God, God is supposed to move my mouth. God is supposed to be, you know, the Holy Ghost is supposed to grab my jaw. <laughs> and for a long time, I struggled with that. No, seriously. Months. I was coming. I was a member of Savannah now. You can even be a member of Savannah now. But you're still expecting the Holy Ghost to move your mouth. And guess, and guess what? I know. One day I was tired. You know, I was tired. No, literally, I, I love God so much. I was tired. I was like, you know what? I remember I was staying in, in um, area A. Um, my, my, my aunt and uncle. Thank you. I was staying in area A. And I was staying in the BQ. I remember one day out of like desperation, exasperation, I, I just went to the BQ. And that time there were like four of us inside the BQ. And the BQ was empty that day. So I just knelt down by my bed. I'm saying, and you, this is what happened. I said, God, God, see, see, you said that you've given me the Holy Ghost. You said it. I've read all these scriptures. So now, now, I'm kneeling down. <laughs> I'm kneeling down. I'm going to open my mouth. I'm going to speak in tongues in the name of Jesus. And those kneel down. <laughs> I 
Finally. Finally. And some of you, this is how you're going to break into prophecy today. Finally. <laughs> you're going to break into tongues and interpretation. Amen. You're, some of you are going to interpret your life. You're going to say things. You will know what to do. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. No, it has always been available to you because you have the mighty Holy Ghost living in you. It has always been available to you. But you know what? You have been thinking that it's the God, God that will speak. No. When Reverend comes here and prophesies, it is him speaking. He has to connect, connect his mouth to his heart. He can even disconnect, explain something mentally and come back and connect his mouth to his heart because it is him that is doing the speaking. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Now let me just read some things and some good stuff. The inspiration and revelation, the inspirational and revelative gifts, we already said that we didn't define them, are the measure or the product of both God and man. Man does the speaking. Man does the showing forth. Man is in control. The Bible, you know the Bible, you know, you know you're in control. You know some people do as if you're no, you're actually in control. Did it tell us that the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet? It means that what? You're in control. Amen. Water flowing through a pipe will pick up properties of that pipe. Now, this is very important. Where you are, in whatever state you are in, God flowing through you, the Holy Ghost, will, the, the gift flowing through you will pick up the properties of that person, of your personality. Though it's, not, it's not like I'm trying to prophesy like Reverend. It's not possible. I'm trying to prophesy like Reverend Okula. No. You, it will pick up properties of that vessel. And God will walk with the vessel how it is. That's why I've been telling my people, walk on your vessel. Amen. Walk on your vessel. There are things, look, listen, there are things that only Paul could have taught to. Because of his education, because of his exposure. Even Peter said, you know Paul, you know there are some things uh, he had the way they talk. <laughs> it's hard to understand. They, because of him. Amen. In fact, Kenehedi says, Read, read the prophets in the Old Testament. Read Isaiah. He said, Isaiah's prophecies are sublime. But read somebody else's prophecy. I will not call anyone. But read another one. He said, you will know that it's a shepherd that wrote it. Amen. They are both anointed, but they will pick up the properties. The Holy Ghost will use it to the best ability that he can. Amen. To the best ability that he can. Thank you, Lord. You know, when we're in Zaria, I, I give, this example is like the best example, but it's just that some people, many people are not there. But when we're in Zaria, there was somebody reverend invited. You said it was from Kogi. You met him in Kogi. There was this, forgive my English, but there was this 
un, un, unlearned man, un, unschooled man. Unlearned have a different connotation. But an unschooled, rough man. But this man was anointed. I don't remember. Remember this? I don't, I don't know his name, but of course, we can't call his name here, but. And this, you know, and we just have to watch this uncultured, unrefined, un, um, unpolished man minister. And we were blessed. And we were blessed and shocked that this kind of man, God could still flow through him. I, and that's the thing, God will still flow through you. On the other hand, I think it was a camp meeting that Reverend invited this other man, one doctor, I will not call his name, but you, you know, and it's not the bishop, it's another doctor. You know? Yeah. yeah. That day, for those that were there, but this was the gift now, flowing through a cultured, civilized person. You know, Reverend, you know, we are together, Reverend said, we are sitting, and Reverend said something, I better get up or else I'll miss something. You, do you remember making that comment? You are sitting, and you know what? I started following him as he was ministering. The, 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 the etiquette he, he exuded on the stage, the, the culture, the, the way he described the impressions, everything. He was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. It, look, look, I, look, it was sublime. I, So walk on your vessel. Don't think Olodo is okay. It's not okay. Because the only ghost wants to describe something. Because the impression, it is you speaking. When it will come out of your mouth, it will be something else. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I, I, I believe I can do bless. Amen. I believe. I believe. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, God is limited by personality and vocabulary. Amen. Second Timothy 1 verse 6. I will end on that scripture. Oh, let's not miss out. Let's not miss out on Deposits God has already deposited in us. Let's desire spirituals, but rather that we prophesy. Let's convert, like the scripture says, to prophesy. Or to, or to speak in tongues and interpret. Because speaking in tongues and interpretation is equal to prophecy. Let's, let's convert, let's stretch ourselves for it. Amen. So, people don't know how to yield. Amen. You know, your praise worship can become mechanical. It's arranged and orchestrated. But you're not yielding. Your preaching can become mechanical. Amen. They, they, I, I always plan my message. I study to show myself approved. But when I'm sitting here, between here and there, anything can happen. When I get up, I put up my spiritual antennas. If I'm using Kenny Higgins, I love that phrase. I put up my spirit. I said, God, does he want, do you want me to talk about this? Amen. And I, I just get ready to yield to him. Hallelujah. There's no better place to practice this than in church. 
As you practice it, you get better and better. Amen. But the Holy Ghost is in you. The Holy Ghost is in you. Wherefore, I put you in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting, of, putting on of my hands. Now, this has a two-fold application. One, for those who receive impartation as they are consecrated to ministry. But likewise, for those who have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, stir up the gift of God. Stir up this Holy Ghost in you. Stir him up. Fan him to flame. Amen. You will become your own personal solution center. Fan him to flame. <laughs> Everybody looking for solution center. You become your own personal one. Fan him to flame. Fan him to flame. Stir up the gift of God that is in you. Stay up. You know, I was sitting to Kenny Higgin recently. I repented. I repented because I tried judging myself. I say it's true. We say some of these things. We say sometimes we're like, God revive the church. God revive the church. Oh, stir us, Lord. Stir us, Lord. But there's no way in the Bible. There's no prayer in the New Testament telling us that God should revive the church. Amen. Hallelujah. There's no way in the Bible that God says you stay on the church. Oh, no, let this power come us. No, you stay up yourself. Stay up yourself. Amen. Have you seen those people who they are angry with church so they stay at home? Pastor, you've seen them. Hallelujah. They stay at home. Then when they stay at home, they will tell you that you're the shepherd, you should leave the 99 and follow the one. No, I just preached it last Sunday, and it's true. Now, but listen to me. Do you know the Bible? As much as we follow people, do you know, do you know the real follow-up is that you draw near to God, then God will draw near to you. Nothing replaces. You know, I can come, compel you, drive you, come to church. But you know it, when you, here, yeah, when you draw near to God, God, what, will draw near to you. Don't worry, I had, you know, in church, I've seen, we have seen amazing things. I have, sitting in church, you know, there are people with knives, they are about to stab somebody. No, in our church. No, seriously, cardinal people. Cardinal people, don't, you don't form, don't spawn spiritual here. <laughs> no, people come, they are, they are after church, they are waiting Quarrel, we're going to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God for Bobby being in church this year. <laughs> Thank God for Bobby being in church. Because you know his soldiers are sitting with guns, so everyone just arrange themselves. <laughs> 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 I remember the day. There's one guy, he likes fights. I remember the day. He was like, ah, big day. I said, how the hell is it? Kai. Kai, that guy, that soldier, that, that soldier, he looks like he said, don't carry God, but he carry God, he carry God. <laughs> Autocorrect. <laughs> Autocorrect. I tell you, everyone read themselves. Uh, we are happy people. <laughs> Hallelujah. Stay up the gift of God. Amen. 
Stay up the gift of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, give the Lord a shout. Let us, let us pray a bit. Amen. Let us pray a bit. Amen. Just pray. Just stretch out your heart. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.